Oh, good. Here's our friends. Good morning, everybody. I'm so glad to see you. I'm sorry about the hiccups, but here you go. Hi, Joe. Hi, Darwin. Hi, Christine. Hi, Rajesh. Hi, Perry. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Hunter and Mirka and Vivian. Hi, Sue. Hi, Naomi. Awesome. Hello, Briskin Limehouses. Hi, Karen. Wrong date on the slide. Oh, yep. John, you got that? Thank you, Karen. Very alert. Um, good morning. Good morning. And yes, good morning to all. Hi, Kate. Greetings to Laura. Hi, Brian and Leanne. And Amy Bruno says hello. She's with us from Wynn. Trish says good morning to Relieved West members. Hi, Donna. Happy day, Sue. Hi, Walter, Susan, and Theo. I'm so glad you're here. And Patty and Johnny and Wayne. Oh, suddenly we have people. Amazing what happens when just little little fix. Let's see. So what I was doing was I was making sure that everybody in the world knew how to get to this meeting. So I'm going to do a thing that we're not supposed to do, which is to just put it out on my Facebook to my friends. Okay. And now I'm closing Facebook so that I can pay attention to you all. I hope everyone in the world is coming, Julie. So what do we have here? Hi, Sue. And welcome to Ryan Nickens, our guest today. Good morning, Vincent. It's a beautiful day. I don't know if you're outside right now. Since we got a little bit of a late start with our minor glitch, I mean, we have people a couple another minutes before we get started for sure. Hi, Al. Hi, Abby. Abigail. Wow, this week has been a long month, hasn't it? It's really good to see folks. It's good to gather with um, people of goodwill. Robin says there were about four Tuesdays this week. Laura Steele, good morning on this gorgeous day and my son's 57th birthday. Happy birthday. The uh, Brisk and Limehouses say we've all aged years since last Sunday. Um, hooray, hooray. Oh, Ryan Nickens did a shout out, but she sent it to just us. But uh, she, so we'll, we'll hear from her later. 
All right, we're streaming on Facebook. We're getting 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 there. There she goes. Good morning, Ryan. I'm going to give it about two more minutes. So now that yeah, surely what a week. Um, so now that we've gotten past the Zoom guardians of the gate and we're here. Um, hi, Peter, good morning. Uh, now that we're here, um, welcome to say hello in the chat if you haven't uh, already. If you're visiting from another ethical society, make sure to tell us that we can welcome you from that. Um, as we always say, and I frequently forget, remember to set your messaging in the chat to panelists and attendees if you want all of the attendees to hear, to be able to read your good morning. So um, while we're getting set up, make sure you've got a candle to light during the candle lighting and your seat is nice and comfy and you have your beverage of choice, which at this time of the morning, I'm gonna suggest is like a warm beverage or water or something like that. Um, we'll just continue to gather for about one more minute uh, so that we can let people settle in. Uh, Julie says, all's well that ends well. Trang suggests posting to Facebook with the correct Zoom link. I think that's been done now. In fact, I think Robin and I both did it simultaneously, but um, just being thorough. Okay, I think we've reached, <laughs> right, Laura, it's not ended. We, got, we, we continue to have work to do, so let's take a breath and celebrate and then let's get back to it. Susan Runner, happy as can be. <laughs> okay, so good morning. I'm Lynn Cox, I'm the interim leader of the Washington Ethical Society. You can use they, them, or she, her pronouns for me. Today I'm serving in the role of officiant, assisting our guest speaker, Ryan Nickens. Before I introduce our guest, I offer as opening words, three quotes from Fannie Lou Hamer who reminds us never to forget where we came from and always to praise the bridges that carried us over. She also said, it's time for America to get right. One of my favorite quotes of hers is, nobody's free until everybody's free. We gather today in hope and in concern, in pride and in preparedness on the path to beloved community. We're pleased and honored to welcome Ryan Nickens back to Wes as a guest speaker. Ryan is the founder and president of the Trayron Center, whose mission is to expose gun violence survivors to therapeutic modalities that, they, that may be absent from their current grieving and coping methods. With a focus on the inclusion of creative arts, the Trayron Center equips survivors with strategies to healthfully endure the complexities of loss while promoting community, health, and solidarity. Ryan co-chairs the Washington Interfaith Network Community Safety and Police Accountability Team. Ryan earned her Bachelor of Arts in Communication from North Carolina Center University 
and a Master's of Divinity from the Howard University School of Divinity. And she was born and raised here in Washington, DC. We begin today's platform with opening music from Reggie Harris. This is In the Shelter. Greetings and peace to all of you. I'm honored to have been asked to share music with you by Leah Morris, and I give greetings to the Washington Ethical Society for having me in your presence virtually. This is a song that I wrote inspired by a Gaelic saying years ago. The saying is, in the shelter of each other, the people live. And I wrote the song in the spirit of the spirituals, in call and response. So all you have to do is sing back to me when I sing to you. So let's try that. It was like this. In the shelter, in the shelter of each other, of each other. chorus again, I'm going to lean on you a little heavy Here we go. In the shelter of each other. In the shelter of our lives. We are around again. You know that many times the weight of the world crashes in. We feel angry and afraid. We start to lose our sense of hope, our sense of connection. The isolation we have learned will not bring much in Start to lose our 
message of joy, our sense of direction. And though our history remains, well, it's our actions we must change if we hope to heal our planet. That was so great. I'm so pleased that we could have Reggie Harris with us and that uh, Leah helped us make that connection. Welcome to the Washington Ethical Society. Even as we gather in new ways, it is good to be together. Visitors, we especially welcome you from near and far. We hope that you'll say hello in the chat and that you might send an email to our membership coordinator, Maceo Thomas at maceot at ethicalsociety.org. You can also fill out a connection form. Maceo will put that link in the chat. And we hope that you will join us after the platform in our Zoom coffee hour for a chance to say hello. Our chat will stay open through much of the platform service, closing for the address itself and then reopening. If you do not want to see the chat, this is a good time to minimize it on your device by, uh, depends on your device, but you might see a red dot in the upper left of the chat box. Uh, you can click on the chat icon at the bottom of, or top of your screen or just put a post-it note or something over where the chat is. Sometimes low tech works best. Each week, a member of our community reads our statement of purpose so that we might hear our shared values in each other's voices. If you're interested in taking a turn to read the statement of purpose, you can sign up at tiny.cc slash 
read SOP. Next opening is November 29th. Check it out. This week, our reader is Judy Myers. Judy co-chairs one of our deepening circles, sings in the chorus, and has been at West for over a decade. She has been a participant in the American Ethical Union Summer Leadership School and as a past delegate from West to the American Ethical Union Assembly. She also co is the co-host of Jokes with Jeff and Judy happening by Zoom on Wednesday at 5.30. And I'm sure Jeff Mihal or Judy would be glad to give you a link for that. And now I invite Judy to read our statement of purpose. The Washington Ethical Society is a humanistic congregation that affirms the worth of every person. We strive through our relationships to elicit the best in the human spirit. With faith in human goodness, we appreciate each person's unique capacities. We joyfully celebrate together and support each other through life. We nurture a sense of reverence and responsibility for each other and the earth. We invite you to join our community of children and adults as we work for a world where love and justice cross all borders. Thank you so much, Judy. If you have a candle at home, I invite you to light it now as I share our candle lighting words. May we kindle within us the warmth of compassion, the light of understanding, and the fire of commitment to build a brighter future for all. Each week, we ring a chime in solidarity with people around the world. Today, I am particularly mindful of all of the organizers and supporters that helped people to get out the vote. All of the people who made phone calls and did text banking and wrote letters and postcards and drove people to the polls and all of the rest of it. I have not a great chime. Nope, that's not gonna work. Hang on, let me get a better chime. Okay, as we listen to the chime, let us remember our connection to each other and the world around us. Let us hold in our hearts all that hurts in the world. And let us commit ourselves to all that calls for our work and our love. Today's meditation is drawn from words by the Reverend Dr. Howard Thurman. Ryan and I will lead it together. We have adapted this meditation a bit to help make it accessible to Wes. And I encourage you to look up Dr. Thurman and read his original words. This is from his 1961 book, For the Inward Journey. The concern which I lay bare today is. My concern for the life of the world in these troubled times, I confess my own inner confusion as I look out upon the world. There is food for all, many are hungry. There are clothes enough for all, many are in rags. There is room enough for all, many are crowded. There are none who want war, preparations for conflict abound. 
I confess my own share in the ills of the times. I have shirked my own responsibilities as a citizen. I have not been wise in casting my ballot. I have left to others a real interest in making public opinion worthy of democracy. I have been concerned about my own little job, my own little security, my own shelter, my own bread. I have not really cared about jobs for others, security for others, shelter for others, bread for others. I have not worked for peace. I want peace, but I have voted and worked for war. I have silenced my own voice that I may not be heard on the side of any cause, however right, if it meant running risks or damaging my own little reputation. Let the light burn in me that I may, for this moment on, take effective steps within my own powers to live up to the light and, courageous, and courageously to pay for the kind, pay for the kind of world I so deeply desire. We continue our meditation in silence. now gone, and here we stand, in ruins on this troubled land. Young hearts lie dead, in fields of shame, their loved ones weep, yet nothing's gained. Some say this is a right we choose, one God decrees we should not lose. So as we fight to make a stand, the blood pours out across the land. So sing it loudly as you go, a sad refrain we've come to know. Our hearts remind us once again, violence is a 
Now, once again, let me introduce my colleague, Ryan Nickens for the platform address. Good morning. Good morning and thank you, Wes, for having me. Thank you, Lynn, for the invitation to once again be before the um, Wes family. Um, I know that we've endured the longest election day of our lives. Um, and most of us exhaled yesterday at the results that we found. and. Today, I wanna to talk about being a just society because the longest election day of our lives was just that. Um, it was a point in where we need to go 
in creating a just society for all here in America. Um, I love uh, whenever the opportunity arises to give a sermon or to give a platform, I love starting off with stories. So I wanna share with you JJ's story this morning as told on a fair housing project website. For JJ, being a fair housing tester is a matter of living her values. JJ was raised with a strong belief system, one she continues to live out as an adult. Whenever an opportunity arises, JJ's goal is to give back in both big and small ways. Therefore, the opportunity to become a tester in the Fair Housing Justice Center in New York's program was a great way to give back to her adopted city of New York. When JJ first heard about the opportunity to become a tester, he was not aware of how pervasive housing discrimination and residential segregation are in the region. To me, New York City is truly this quintessential melting pot, JJ stated. Of all the places in this country, I did not expect to find such discrimination here. The sad reality of housing inequality and discrimination inspired me to get involved. And since she started testing more than three years ago, she continued to be inspired to do this work, this work as she learns more and more about fair housing in New York City. Part of this learning has come from the moments when JJ, while on test, one element of testing that shocked JJ was the assumption that some housing providers would make. As a white tester, JJ has found that some of the housing providers she interacts with on test will say things to her that they would not say to a person of color. Specifically, she had been on tests in which a housing provider would share their prejudice or bias with her. So that was shocking, JJ said to me. The assumption, the assumptions that while that we are we all share the same disdain or judgment about people based on their color and their race, their ethnicity, who are not like us, she noted. At the same time, JJ is also shocked when she learns after the fact that a housing provider who treated her well on a test discriminated against one of, discriminated against a um, person of color who was also a tester. I guess it was my naive, me being naive, JJ stated. You think that if they were nice to you, then they will be treating, they would treat everyone the same way. I think that is the part of the problem. People who are not discriminated against assume that people will treat everyone else the same way that they are treated. When reflecting on why this work is important, JJ goes back to her deep, deeply held belief. The work of social justice does hold up the rights of all Americans, she explained. We must fight for equal rights, strive for it, and seek justice when it does not exist, or else we may all lose the very things we cherish most about being Americans. We must make examples of those who break the law to ensure that the problem does not persist. Our diversity is truly our greatest strength. We must protect it 
and seek social justice whenever and wherever we can. Wes, here's what I want you to take from JJ's story. We are all a part of the solution to creating a just society, one in which love, support, and protection is there. I love the definition that Congresswoman Alexandria Alexandra Cortez shares on her website of a just society. She writes, a just society aims to ensure that we are on a path toward shared prosperity for all. A just society provides a living wage, safe working conditions, and health care. A just society acknowledges the values of immigrants to our communities. A just society guarantees safe, comfortable and affordable housing by strengthening our social and economic foundations we are preparing ourselves to embark on the journey to save our planet by rebuilding our economic and cultivating a just society this is how we love support and protect each other the moment is now to engage and creating this work here in Washington, D.C. The story I noted of JJ was in New York City, but New York City and Washington, D.C. are not all that different. There is housing discrimination happening here in D.C. There is prejudice happening right here in Washington, D.C. that you can address. I wanna talk with you a bit about how you can do that and what avenue you can do that through. As Lynn mentioned, I am a member of Washington Interfaith Network. I've been working with Washington Interfaith Network around affordable housing and public safety for about eight or nine years now. Right now, Washington Interfaith Network's agenda is to provide, to address the issues around affordable housing, public land, saving public housing, jobs, and public safety. I don't have to tell you, and maybe I do need to tell you that 168 of our fellow residents have been killed to violence in this city. That more than 10 to 20,000 of our fellow residents, people of color have been pushed out of DC over the last 10 years. I don't have to tell you, or maybe I should tell you, that affordable housing is almost not even close to being real in Washington, D.C. If you can go to apartments.com, you will see that a studio apartment in this city is $15,000. Ooh, what student coming out of college, graduate coming out of college that can afford that? What person making below minimum wage can afford a studio apartment in Washington, D.C. When we talk about saving public housing, we talk about what's happening right now in our city where folks are essentially being pushed out and some of the prime real estate of public housing is trying to be sold under our noses to private investors. This is where your voice is needed. This is where your face is needed. 
this is where you are needed and creating this just society. This society that says that no matter where you come from, no matter your socioeconomic background, that we are here together to push toward a more equitable future, that you are invited to take in the prosperity of this city. You are invited to be a part of who we are and all that we are. That if I live in Ward 3, where violence is essentially non-existent, I want to make sure that in Ward 8, that remains the same for my, for my friends and for my friends and my um, colleagues in Ward 8 for residents. That's what a just society says. A just society says that whether I make 50,000 or above, I want to make sure that those that janitors and those working in civil service are making above a living wage, that they can actually afford to live in the city in which they serve. That's what a just society says. And that is what WEN is addressing at this moment. This moment where it is becoming harder and harder to get things done, where money, if you don't have money, you don't have power to address many things, but together, you and I, as Lynn stated earlier and her and, and something that she said earlier when she talked about the organizers, when she talked about those organizers, those poll watchers that we waited on all week, that we, we prayed for, that we lifted up, that we, we, we were just waiting on. Those, those folks, they did the work necessary to create a just society. They knew that they could, but they knew the lifting was heavy. They knew that walking from house to house, that there would be some rejection. They knew that at some points they would lose. They knew that this work was not an easy task to undertake, but I ask you, Wes, to join this work. For some of you, this is a continued work. This isn't a joining, this is what you do. You found that thing that Katie Geneva Cannon says that makes your soul come alive. You found the work that makes your soul come alive and you are doing it. And so bring along your brothers and sisters at West. Bring along your your neighbors, bring along your family members, bring along your spouses, bring along your children to do this work that will end what America's, America's first 400 plus year project. So what we can be as this melting pot that JJ talked about, that so many of us thought we were in, but now we see over the last four years that we have much, much work to be to do. And so when is addressing that? And you get to have fun and beautiful relationships with folks from all across the city. I remember my first time at West, maybe seven years ago, I came to meet Amanda for the first time. I traveled from Ward 8 over to you all and thought, Lord, this is a long ride. Um, but that friendship has endured. From that day I came to West, 
to now that friendship has endured, that respect and that love and that camaraderie has helped us to build something and to move. And that is what we can do together. And so I beg of you, and I'll do much begging, but I beg of you to embrace, to continue to embrace love, to continue to embrace support and protection. Continue to speak up in places where black voices and brown voices and the voices of the LBGTQIA, I hope I got that right. They are not, that uh, their voices are not heard, that trans women, trans folks are not heard. Speak up for those people. You use your voice to correct wrongs. Use your voice correct the inequities in our systems. Use your voice to show that you don't love just in private, but you love publicly as well. That love and support and protection of all, of the all is essentially what will turn America right side up and court another charter for America. Wes, I want to once again remind you of the words of Dr. Howard Thurman and I confess, but with questions for you to ponder. If you are willing to realize the full capacity of your human spirit and allow Dr. Thurman's words to stimulate your thinking with new insight and inspiration. I know that this, this, this is just a moment, um, but what you inspire a lot. Um, you do great work, but I want you also to activate your full community, to fully commit yourself to community, to help cultivate a just society at West and a community surrounding West and Washington, D.C. and our world. So will you confess your own share in the ills of our times? Will you never again strike your responsibility as a citizen? Will you never again cast a ballot unwisely? Will you never again leave to others a real interest in making a public opinion worthy of democracy? Will you care about jobs for others, security for others, shelter for others, bread for others, and work to ensure all residents of our city have equal opportunities to thrive? Will you work for peace and not vote for war? Will you never again silence your own voice that it may not be heard on the side of any cause, however right, if it meant running the risk or damaging your own little reputation? Wes, let the light burn in you that you may, from this moment on, November 8th, 2020 at 11.15 a.m. Take effective steps within your own powers to live up to the light and courageously pay for the kind of world you, your families, our city, our world, and future generations so deeply deserve. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much, Ryan. I, I can only speak for myself here, but I say I will. 
And I think there are West members at home saying I will right now. Whew. So after some music, we're going to have community sharing time when um, all of us can write into the chat about what resonated with you today. A framing question might help spark a memory of a personal experience or your direct observation. It's like a writing prompt. You can use it or not. Today's framing question is, how will we care for one another as we move toward justice? So let's contemplate, rest, and reflect as we experience the beauty of the musical response. This is a song I've written for challenging times. We will not rest till the storm is over. We will not lay this burden down. We will keep each other strong. We will love and carry on till we stand all together on solid ground. Hmm. We will not rest till the storm is over. We will not lay this burden down we will keep each other strong we will love and carry on till we stand all together on solid ground we will not rest until the storm is over we will not lay this burden down we will keep each other strong we will love and carry on till we stand all together on solid ground been a long hard journey on a winding road so many have gone before us they carried a heavy load but they went there singing as they made their way now it's in their footsteps we follow as we work today we will not rest until the storm is over we will not lay this burden down well we will keep each other strong we will love and carry on till we stand all together on solid ground we will not rest until the storm is over hey we will not lay this burden down well we will keep each other strong we will love and carry on till we stand all together on solid ground i know that you're weary we all feel the pain sometimes the actions of the world will try your soul again but i believe there's a better day and it's coming our way that's why we're raising our voices as we work Today we will not rest until the storm is over. Hey, we will not lay this burden down. Well, we will keep each other strong. We will love and carry on till we stand all together on solid ground. We will not rest till the storm is over. Hey, we will not lay this burden down. Hey, we will keep each other strong. We will love and carry on till we stand all together on solid ground. All around us there's hatred, all around us there's fear. Violence touches our lives and the message is clear. We mourn our martyrs and our hearts they'll stay. Then 
we'll sing, we shall overcome and go on our way. We will not rest until the storm is over. We will not lay this burden down. Well, we will keep each other strong. We will love and carry on till we stand all together on solid ground. We will not rest until the storm is over. We will not lay this burden down. Well, we will keep each other strong. We will love and carry on till we stand all together on solid ground. Till we stand all together on solid ground. Till we stand all together on solid ground. Wow. Wow. Thank you again, Ryan, for that platform, that invitation to continue or to join the work. Thank you to Reggie Harris for music that is just right for this moment. Um, this is the time when folks can add voices to the morning, sharing reflections on the platform or what's resonating in your own lives. You might consider the framing question, how will we care for one another as we move toward justice? Like Reggie said about, we're gonna keep each other strong and love and carry on. So I invite you to share in the Zoom chat or in Facebook comments. Um, and I'll keep an eye on the Zoom chat. And if somebody wants to copy over some Facebook comments into the chat, that'll help us all stick together. Um, and uh, let's see, uh, Peter wants to know what happened yesterday. In my view, we were about to jump off a cliff and we stepped back from the cliff and now we must turn around and start walking away from the edge of the cliff. Lots of affirmations for Ryan and for Reggie Harris. Uh, Jeff Mehal says, I have only one objection in the platform Ryan mentioned a melting pot. That was a quote from the article uh, by JJ, who was a um, fair housing tester. Uh, in the making of steel, for example, various ores are subject to intense heat to produce a pure alloy and the waste materials are discarded. I don't believe it's in our intent to discard anyone. I prefer the analogy of a stew pot where each ingredient contributes to the whole but keeps its individuality. Um, Anne says you can't do public chat right now. So let's, let me have a look at that. Um, John, are you working on that to make sure that uh, everybody can chat to everybody? It looks good to me. Give it another try, Anne. Um, okay, Sarah says, I love this platform. I appreciate being directly asked to commit to taking action. Uh, the Brisk and Limehouses say a test to a panelist attendee. Did you all get that? Okay. Patty affirms what an energizing musical gift from Reggie Harris. Um, okay, what else? What else about how we're gonna take care of each other? Right, that this is, you know, the, the, the reading asked us to think about our personal commitment to use our voice and our power 
but it's also about how are we supporting each other through the times to come. You know, Laura Tyler mentioned at the beginning that this is not over, right? We still have some things to do. Anne says this song should be a West song to be sung, fre sung frequently. So we can ask Reggie about, about that. Um, what are your other reflections about caring for each other and moving the work forward and your personal commitments? Amy, Amy Vruno, our guest from Wynn says, what I, will I commit to do encourage people to look for their unique gifts in the work for justice and use them and to look for my own unique gifts and not squander them. Joe says, I have to find a way to do more with Wynn because I want DC to be a model city for the country and the world. Robin says, I'm committing to calling friends that I haven't heard from lately, committing to not backing down on my efforts to help get out the vote in Senate runoff races. Perry Bider, something Alita and I were talking about yesterday, healing our society requires not just economic justice, but also a new commitment to universal respect. We can't look down on people who aren't rewarded by our meritocracy. Sarah Morgan says, this is going to be a hard winter with COVID and flu. Please check up on your neighbors and friends and stay as safe as you can. Hunter and Mierka, keep in mind, politics begins at the ballot box, but it doesn't end there. Um, and Trish affirmed Perry's comment about respect. How else are we checking in on each other? I think Sarah makes a good point that it's, you know, showing up for political action and power building is also, is, is the part, part of the work, but we can't show up if we're not well. So community care is also part of the work. Julie Drizzen says, I'm going to call a West member I haven't seen in a long time. And Patty Absher, we need to call out our passions and agree to support each other to achieve our common goals. Robin says, I'm committing to Wes and participating in the Connect campaign. Trish remembers, Trish Weil remembers yesterday we shared such joy, a rare commodity of late. Brian and Leanne, Brian says, how do we care? It starts with recognizing that we are in it together. We are interdependently linked to one another. Perry Bider, I will look into becoming a housing tester in Montgomery County. Great. Well, what a great day, what a great discussion, what a great address, what great music. Just as we share our perspectives in this community, so too do we share our resources and gifts. Here at West, half of the Sunday collection plate goes towards supporting the mission and activities of this congregation and half of undesignated donations are shared with a program whose values resonate with our own ethical culture principles. Both are important, especially as Wes and all of our community partners are transforming to meet the needs and challenges of the current chapter of history. As we prepare for the collection, I would like to repeat our welcome to visitors. We invite you to be our guest today and ask our visitors not to feel pressured by the collection. We appreciate each person's generous giving as they are able. 
This month, our partner is the Washington Interfaith Network, also known as WIN. The Washington Ethical Society is a proud member of WIN, and I'm going to turn it over to Ryan to say more about WIN and its mission. Thank you, Lynn. Um, so WIN was established in 1996 as a broad-based, multi-race, multi-faith, strictly nonpartisan organization, district-wide citizens building power together to root out racism, to create and get our, get our politicians to look um, and to listen to us about our ideals around affordable housing, jobs, public safety. And so we have been doing that work for over 20 years in Washington, DC. We have been able over the last 20 years to keep affordable housing and in certain parts of DC, we have been engaged with um, Washington um, water and getting jobs. Uh, the bulk, we, we've been engaged in a lot of the work around and right now we are in the fight of our lives for affordable housing. We are in the fight of our lives around um, public safety, literally around public safety. We are in the fight of our lives right now. And we need your help because this, um, this moment needs money. I, I mean, there is no movement that has just been a soul movement without organized people and organized money pulling together. And so your money, I, I can promise you that whatever you donate today, to Washington Interfaith Network goes right back out into the community. It goes back to those, to the organizers working with faith leaders and communities impacted. It goes back out. And this is how you also stand in solidarity with those who are on the margins. This is also how you lend your voice uh, by being a donor, by giving. And so take this moment, breathe, and write um, and, and consider giving to Washington Interfaith Network and the continued work around affordable housing, jobs, and um, public safety. Every donation will be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, Ryan. So uh, you'll see on the slide that we have a give to te by text option to the number on the screen, which is 202-335-1885. You can also make a gift through the donate button on our website at ethicalsociety.org. So again, if you donate those two ways, your gift will be split down the middle and we'll send half of it to Washington Interfaith Network and half of it to the operating budget at WES. We will now receive your gifts and hear another one of Reggie Harris's gifts of music. This is What Do I Have to Do, written by Phil Ox. I'm gonna do do what I have to do, I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna do, do what I have to do, I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna do, do what I have to do, I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna do, do what I have to do, I'm gonna do it now. All around this country, Trouble everywhere And I hear those voices 
so much for the many people that helped create this morning's time together. Guest speaker Ryan Nickens, guest musician Reggie Harris, interim music coordinator Leah Morris. Thank you to Maisie O'Thomas, our membership coordinator, and thank you to Jen Watson who created our slides, and to Robin Kravitz for communication support and hosting our coffee hour. And thank you to tech host John Pfeiffer. And thank you to those who are leading and supporting our work in the week to come. At the conclusion of the platform, please join us for virtual coffee hour. 
once we're in the Zoom coffee hour space, we'll divide into breakout rooms for small social group chatting. Today only, if you'd like to hang out in the main meeting room for 10 to 15 minutes to ask questions about the Washington Interfaith Network, you can decline the breakout group invitation and stay in the main room to meet with Amy Vruno and Ryan Nickens from WIN. To get to coffee hour after closing words, point your browser to tiny.cc slash Wes Coffee Hour. Next week, we are going on a field trip. This is part of the confusion with this morning's Tiny CC link. Next week field trip. Wes will not have its own platform next week and at the invitation of the Riverdale Yonkers Society for Ethical Culture, we will join many other ethical culture communities for a platform on defunding the police with guest speaker Alex S. Vitale. And that is next Sunday, November 15th at 11 a.m. rather than our usual 10.30 a.m. If you have been attending for a while and you are thinking about whether you might like to become a member of the Washington Ethical Society, the second session of the Path to Membership class meets today. You did miss the first class about the history of ethical culture and the history of Wes, but you can make it up on a video recording. If you're interested in attending today, please contact Maceo Thomas in the chat or at maceot at ethicalsociety.org. Today at one is the first of four poetry workshops in featuring artists from the Poetry Prose, Prose Agency. Today's featured artist is Gail Danley, whose poetry helped make last week's Remembrance Day so meaningful. Wes is paying the facilitators a small honorarium Workshop participants will be invited but not required to add their financial gift through the facilitator's PayPal or Venmo account. Today's 90-minute session will explore the power that ensues when spoken word meets life story. Gail will lead participants through her fun, simple writing process and open the floor for sharing, empathy, compassion, and loving feedback. Please use the Sign Up Genius link to register for today or any of the four workshops. And let me put that in the chat real quick. Okay. Parents of school-aged children, the deadline to RSVP for the resource pickup has been extended until today. If you would like to drop by on November 14th to pick up resources for ethical education at home and pick up a tag for the giving tree, Please reply to Indara Miles, Indara M at ethicalsociety.org by today. N-D-A-R-A-M at ethicalsociety.org. Stone Soup is coming up on November 22nd. So that's the next time Wes is having its own platform, November 22nd. Just like in the classic story, it takes our whole village to make it happen. In this era of social distancing, we need to plan ahead a bit more so that we can pull off a collaborative virtual celebration. An email went out recently asking for three kinds of photos, pictures of you or your family preparing food, or you and your family doing things that are helpful or kind, or you or your family posing with interesting stones. We're also asking for family recipes so that we can add to a Wes recipe book. Please email those contributions to Robin Kravitz, R-O-B-Y-N-K, at ethicalsociety.org by Thursday of this week. We have opportunities for West members and friends to check in during the week. There are a variety of support groups as well. Please check the website for details. 
You can find the details for these and all other events on the calendar at ethicalsociety.org. Finally, thank you for being here with us. Let's enjoy our closing song of the month, Where Do We Come From? Where do we come from? What are we? Where are we going? Where do we come from? What are we? Where are we going? Where do we come from? What are we? invite you to join me in the closing where word. Where do we come from? Oh. What are we? Where okay, are we're going to sing some more. Where do we come from? All right, there we go. Let's do our closing words of the month together. Let us go into the week ahead seeking and offering healing for ourselves, each other, and our neighbors in our quest for a better world. So again, please join us for virtual coffee hour. Uh, you can find that link on the slide. If you are new to our community, please send an email to membership coordinator Maceo Thomas and introduce yourself. You can see his email address on the slide as well. Um, I look forward to seeing you in a minute at coffee hour. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming. Bye everybody. As soon as we clear the room, we can change it into being coffee hour. There we go.